Hi, this is David and welcome to the Benefits of Being Single podcast. Have you ever sent out a text and got irritated that the person who you sent the text to took a while and texting you back or even worse, never texted back at all? Or have you ever been on the other end where you where you received a text and you took your time responding? Well, in this episode, I brought in Mando again to talk about some of the feelings that come along from texting. I want to tackle texting, if you don't mind. Like, and what I mean by text, texting is I want to like get somebody else's thoughts on even the text on red and both sides of it. Because I was thinking about this the other day. And I know I do it a lot. Not a lot, but I do it. And I'm not always conscious of how that can make somebody else feel. Because I know like I also had that happen to me, like where I text somebody and I, and I feel like I'm gonna response and I was just oh, like I wonder if this is something I should I get to thinking about. As far as like texting etiquette and all that? No, not texting etiquette but I wanted to explore my thoughts, my feelings, but I also wanted to get somebody else's thoughts. For example, when somebody texts you, right? Mm-hmm. And you don't respond right away. Could you give me the top three reasons as in why not? So, with me personally, um, unless it's someone I'm in a relationship with, uh-huh. a family member, someone I talk to like consistently on regular, they'll get a response back, I guess, right away. Especially if I've talked to them like that day, throughout the day. Mm-hmm. Um, if I leave a message unresponded to, it's, to be honest, because I'm, I either don't feel like talking to you, right? I'm ignoring you for a reason, which is either I don't want to respond to what it is that you're talking about, or it's just don't feel like talking to you at that moment. Um, but, and that, that's just being honest. Otherwise, I'll look at the message, or actually, no, because sometimes I'll look at the message, you know how on your phone it'll pop up, and it'll show you part of the message that I wrote, like, stand dry, you can't open it right away. Sometimes, you know, you just either forget, or sometimes that message is, is not like a question, it's just like a, whatever the case. I think to avoid misinterpretation, right, you should, I guess, politely, Always open message, respond, whatever, in a timely manner. That's just not always the case. Well, what is the timely manner, though? Right. right. What is the time? That's a good question. Because um, some people trip if it's two minutes after. Oh, that's good. That is. Yeah. In relationships, it takes you two minutes because they're like, you just saw the message. Why is it taking you two minutes to respond? You know? Oh, yeah, because um, some phones do allow you to see when somebody opens the message. Right. So if it's, it's, it's like a, like a open-ended question, like, okay, like, hey, what are you doing? And it's, it's been three minutes or whatever. For an insecure person, because it goes back to, to people's own personality or their own, um, their own traits, you know? An insecure person is like, well, why are you taking so long? You know? Or they have nothing else that they're doing. Their focus is talking to you at that point. So they want a response right away. Um, again. But, but yeah. like, but when you notice something like that, where like someone, you can tell, but you not responding right away is triggering someone's insecurity. Do you take the time to apologize and explain why it took you so long? Yeah. Yeah. Really? If, if I care. Okay. Now, and th- that's very harsh, but that's just the reality of it. No one can sit there and, and tell you that they're explaining because what for lip service or because they're, they're trying to like patronize something. No, you, if I care and if I see that it's triggering their anxiety or whatever the case, Oh, I'm sorry, I just one. I was literally texting you right now. Oh, I'm sorry, like, I was just brushing my teeth real quick, or whatever the case is. I'll explain it. Um, 
if I don't care and if that person is ignoring me, I'll be like, what the fuck? Or I won't even respond at all. And then that opens up a whole lot of other behaviors that happen with text messages. You know? Yeah. It seems to be like the main the main source of communication really. I completely agree and to your point, I I won't say I put everybody on the same thing, but that being definitely anybody not accurate. But say if I don't respond to a message, it's usually because I'm in the middle of something important, just don't have time to uh, respond or Sometimes I would, I will open up a message, and especially if it's something that makes me feel a certain way or something I need to like. Say if I'm getting asked something, sometimes I will read it and take some time to think about it. Mm-hmm. And to your point, the third one, if I don't respond, then it's just I don't want to be bothered, or I probably yeah just don't want to be bothered. Or the conversation is not priority at the moment. Yeah, it's not per- priority. But even with that being said, the reason why I want to like even think about this or try to explore it because I also want to try to become more aware how some of my actions could be impacting the feelings of somebody else. Just as a way to, if there's a need of a small, a slight change. Maybe, or adjustment. Or, yeah, yeah. Because usually anytime I get a thought in my head, mm-hmm. I start asking other people about it. So I was like just asking like random people. So... How do you feel when you get a message that you're going to respond to? And pretty much everybody said the same thing, you know, like they should take your hand or they're in the middle of something or whatever, right? Then when I was like change it or flip it and mm-hmm. ask them, well, how do you feel when you the one that's sending out the message and you don't get a response? And then that's when like the conversation, I feel like we more interesting. Like, even with myself, I was thinking to your point of how much time would have to pass before I start to feel some different types of way. And while I was processing that though, I noticed I started to break people out into categories. And to your point, if it's a friend or someone that I'm not really dating type of relationship with, mm-hmm. I wouldn't get mad at all. One of um, my close friends right now, we text each other maybe three times a week. And with that being said, like sometimes I would text I would say I would text him or he would text me and it could be days before anybody responds, but we don't get mad at each other because of that. And then when I was thinking about somebody I could possibly be dating, how long would be I guess the time limit before I start to feel set away? And then I was like, Well what if it's an hour? And then I was like, no, that, that sounds too demanding because somebody could be busy for a whole hour. Totally. But then I was like, maybe two hours. They try to like flip it, you know, like try to think about, okay, and if I'm busy in the middle of something and somebody texts me, can I, within that two hour frame, have enough, maybe 10 seconds to say, I'm busy right now, I'll talk to you. And I was like, yeah, I could probably pull that off. If and, you care. Yeah, if I care. Like, if I care. Because, like, to that point, too, if I text somebody and I don't get a response within a decent time frame, I'm going to start to think, okay, they don't care. Right. And and then you kind of, like, categorize them oh, according to that, in yeah, a way, right? Yeah, it was like, I, like, taking that as a sign, I need to pull back because I guess I'm not getting what, what I was expecting. Or, yeah, like, to your point, that person clearly doesn't care about me enough to respond within two hours, so. Because, like you said, within that two hours, that's more than enough time to even if you are busy. Hey, busy, 
call you in a minute or text you in a minute. Yeah. Whatever the case. But if you don't, it's A, a person who you aren't really concerned with beyond an acquaintance or even less than that, right? Or B, it's someone who, if they get mad that you didn't text right away, they don't care. Whereas you have friends who, like you said, you can text and then a week can go by and they respond to you up and trip over it because you guys have that understanding. But therein lies the, the solution. You guys have that understanding. There's no time. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah. So the the comfort level has been has been uh, brought out, demonstrated, you know, worked on and understood. So let, let's say we're I just mentioned we're starting to date. Well, then of course if I'm interested in you, I'm gonna respond right away. I'm probably waiting by the phone to get that text from you. So to show you that I'm also interested, I'm gonna text as quickly as possible, right? Mm-hmm. Now if I text and then you don't text right away, like you said, I'll start to hold back because now. Uh, clearly, I'm more interested than you are, and I don't want to see well, me you're desperate. So then you fluctuate it accordingly. You know? All the while, though, it's, it has to do with the level of interest. It, but, you know, there's a correlation between the level of interest and the time that you respond or don't. You know? Do you think that could be also considered like a, like a game, though? Like a mind mm-hmm. game? Well, like everything else, everything could be used to manipulate, right? Yeah. Now, expectations lead to resentment, right? Like you said, if I text someone and I'm expecting them to text right away and they don't, you're going to be disappointed because you're expecting them to do something. Unless you know them, expecting something is kind of like a, you're setting yourself up to fit, in a way, right? Yeah. So it's it's almost like the whole, like, you have to just kind of, like, surrender it, you know, and just be like, like, go with the flow kind of thing, you know? That's easier said than done. Because like you said, there are people out there that if you don't respond in a timely manner, they'll, they'll say something. Really? You know what I'm saying? It's a, it's a whole other I never has like completely lashed out at me for not responding, mm-hmm. but I have got the feeling that people got the perception that I wasn't into them because I didn't respond right away, mm-hmm. but also because I wasn't the one that was always reaching out. Mm-hmm. Which is, I think it's my I don't want to go too far because I think it might mm-hmm. go into like another topic, but I also don't like to text for useless. Or not using, I don't like to have pointless conversations. Right. And what I would think pointless conversation is, like, say, even if the purpose of the text to try to see or try to hang out with someone, it's better to ask or state what your true attention is or yeah, her. Yeah. yeah, and then just, if it's a no, at least she was direct versus, so what are you doing? Beating around the bush, you're yeah. risky, you're sounding very uninteresting, or, or like you are, like you're, it's just, Mundane but conversation. You know, but you know the fucked up part about that is now in contrast to like the app, if somebody wants to hit me up, I will already assume what they want and then I still won't respond. So it's kind of like you get the one hand where I. You would like them to be direct, but at the same time, in like the venue, like the apps, if they were direct, it's going to turn you off and you're not going to respond. So it's very situational. Yeah, 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 exactly. Now again, it, it all goes to your relationship with that person. You know, again, on the app, you're, you're expecting to, to talk to people maybe you haven't talked to before, whatever the case, they're going to be of interest if they're interested in you, sexual, physical, whatever it is, you know? Do you do most of the outreach? Say if you was on the app, are you the one that's hitting people up or do you... Like, 100%. 100%. And not only that, like, I I would hit up I would hit up people who I think are even out of my league. Okay. Like, that sounds bad to say, but it's not to... I don't want to come up as like I'm conceited, but I am more so confident that my personality 
can get conversation out of anybody. And that's my goal. I want to get conversation. I'm not trying to like pop my collar or like pride myself in trying to get people to talk to me. I want to just talk to different people, period. Talking to different people, get to different conversations, different topics, and you learn more. It's just interesting. So I will hit up some, I will hit up people who I'm sure don't get hit up because people are either in a fake or they're scared to interrogate. Mm-hmm. You know, like, like the model type or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, because that's my assumption. My assumption is I'm like, people must not be hitting them up because look how attractive they are. Mm-hmm. So I'll usually, I'm always the one that hit, hit people up all the time. I, I'm the one, I'll hit up everybody that's that I, I feel like I want to talk to. That makes me feel so lazy on that because I don't typically hit you up. Because to me, it's it's draining, you know? Like, say if I was to log on, I would scroll for a little bit and then log back. Say if I was to reach out, I feel like I have the obligation to, I guess, comply with their questions or their demand. By me being one to initiate the conversation, I feel like I'm at their will. And it kind of makes it feel like I gotta put in more work than just it being on like a uh, mutual playing ground. And it's funny that you say that you don't reach out because then you figure you, you are obligated to comply to any of the questions that they have because that's how you feel. Like if someone hits you up, if, like if I were to hit you up, then do you feel that I'm not obligated to answer any questions that you ask? No, because I hit you up. No, 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 I don't. If somebody wants to hit me up, they're still asking me questions. And I'm pretty much doing the same thing, but I get a, a better chance to see what their vibe is. And it's weird to say vibe and text, but that's really what it is. I get to see how they're trying to approach me. But even if I was to get somebody my number, it's because I was out of a way to communicate throughout the day or whatever. And that also suggests like like a, kind of like a connection, right? Like like it's, it's now from, it's been taken from the app. So now like more of a personal, like now you have someone's phone number. So like you said, it now opens you up to be reached. Yeah, like, like, like that's the whole purpose, right? But even with that being said, I have given my number to people and even through just regular texting, it could go like the wrong way. You feel that's how yours is or I mean? Um, I don't know at what point I made that decision to hit people up like the way that I do, but the way I see it, your picture, right, is all somebody has to go off of, right? So now I know, like, my pictures a lot. Um, when I would hit people up, people would be like, okay, yeah, that's not you, or, or are you an escort, or whatever the case, right? So now it's not about, like, me, like, okay, people think I'm attractive, so attractive that I'm fake, or it wasn't that. It was more so, like, okay, so if, if people think my picture's fake or the profile's are fake for whatever reason, I'm going to make it a point to just now put myself out there and just engage in conversation just to shut that down for whatever the reason. Um, I think that initially started. Um, so you saw like you get like baited. You was getting baited into engaging into conversation. Kind of. Kind of. It, it, it was, um, I think I, this is going to sound bad too. I don't expect people also to, to hit me up in the way that maybe I would like. Right? Like my ideal encounter or like hit up or connect on an app because if, if I see that they're past the whole like like what's good because if they hit me with that I'll do some I'll say or, or comment something like far left field like are you looking I'm like yeah for my keys or something you know, like I told you something stupid something kind of like retarded I don't respond to those messages anymore so then that's, so that's probably bad though but I want to sell I'll probably have to cut that out 
Well, then you have to ask yourself, so, like, let's say you hit me up, right, and you're like, are you looking? And I'm like, yeah, my keys, have you seen them? Yeah, yeah. You, you would just be like, you would, you would not respond back? Uh, no, I will, I will laugh at that. I will find that funny. Like, when I talk about, like, the what's good or what's up message, mm-hmm. I don't respond to those devils. Maybe 5% I respond to the message like that. And see, that's a good thing to talk about because I adjust my greeting accordingly to what I see in the picture. Because, again, the picture is all you have to go off of. I'll be like, it's up. So I'll read the profile. And that's another thing. I read profiles. Like, I read every word. So the longer the better. Like, I love that. The reason why I don't respond to what's good or what's up, so I might respond to what's up, but what's good, I probably, I won't because I does think, it, does it suggest like a lack of intelligence, maybe lack of, I, I, yeah, like for me, for sure, because back when I was younger, I remember I used to always, and this is like sixth grade, pretty much the time I moved from Chicago to Indiana, and I remember going to a new school, a lot of people who I was going to school with, couldn't understand. I feel like it still it still affects me now because I lot of sometimes I have to listen to my my content, but mm-hmm. uh, I had to deal with them for like years and years, like years of hearing people constantly ask me what, like, what are you saying? But then I would better go back to say some of my friends I grew up with in Chicago and talk the same, and they would understand me completely. But there's a lot of slang, like mm-hmm. a lot of. A lot of slang, a lot of uh, profanity, and mm-hmm. as I'm getting older, uh, with education and having to give speeches, slang pretty much has been or still is being cut out of my vocabulary. Mm-hmm. So it's like I know it's there, but it's just like it's not how I talk anymore. I don't think I ever would be able to go into like a, like a meeting and say what's good. Maybe to like a few coworkers that's on the same level as in like age and whatnot. Like not not only age, but like nobody is the other person superior, unless they let it be known that they're okay with communicating like that. I don't want them to feel uncomfortable. So it's like a whole like comfortability. But yeah, I like what you're saying. It's it's almost like you're addressing people the way you want to be addressed. Yeah, you, yeah, 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 and. and, and to summarize it, talking like that made it more difficult for me to communicate with people because mm-hmm. it was I people who had a hard time understanding. So yeah, it's, maybe it's a, a little bit of like trauma associated with that. Because in your mind, it's more like formal speech to you. You associate that with being understood easily, whereas resorting to slang not only um, do you just not really in, in where you're at in your life right now. You don't really choose to speak that way, but in your mind, if I speak slang, you're not going to have to understand. Yeah, so, I have to say what? It, it is less universal. Mm-hmm. And that's and that's the problem. It's less universal. Even though, like, every culture has a form of slang. Even though those different cultures, that using that slang is not universal. So, yeah. when you... And that's and that, that is the problem. Like, if you try to use it, it could create this awkwardness, which makes communication... Less efficient because you want to get uh, you want to get to effectively communicate. So right. that's that's the reason why, and it takes more work, and that's kind of like, it takes more work to communicate correctly or effectively. Yes, slang, and that's why I want to cut out my vocabulary because it's counterproductive in a way. I think that's another reason why I read profiles because in their profile they they're speaking, let's say like in slang, whatever. And I'm like, not that I'm like. Trying to match levels or up levels or, or whatever the case, it's almost like uh, trying to present a comfort level. Okay. Yes, no matter. You know, because 
Um, but like, but it's not like you're sacrificing who you are, though. No, no, I'm not. If anything, I think it, it presents another facet to me, right? Because I think I'm very multifaceted. You know, um, I know I've, I have been told many, many times that like I'm either like a know-it-all, or like I'm a, um, like a smart ass, or I always have something to say because I'm I'm constantly trying to give my insight. To be helpful or whatever the case, you know. But like I always, people say I always seem to have an answer for everything. What I've learned is that people who say that are like either intimidated or they think that you're smarter than them, so they get um they get defensive with you trying to offer advice. They feel like they're being belittled, you know. Mm-hmm. So me personally, like I, I like I said, I guess I'm kind of like a chameleon, but without being disingenuous. Mm-hmm. Any way that I um greet somebody or, or, or message somebody it's still me, you know? So it's like you can fluctuate between the greeting and deeper into the conversation. Like, like if I hit somebody up with what's good and they, now I see that they're speaking more properly, then I'll adjust it, you know? Without it seeming like it was disingenuous or, you know? Yeah, that's it, but to me, that's... Too much work? No, no, but to me, yes, people can have multiple sides, you know, or multi-faceted, but if I was... Going to greet somebody, I would not say what's good. Mm-hmm. If I was to see somebody in person, that's at least how I text. I try to text how I talk. Mm-hmm. So if, if I was to even like like be going to meet you somewhere, I would not say what's good. I, I, I might say what's up, and that's and that's what I was I would respond to. Mm-hmm. But I wouldn't say what's good, and that's just and maybe that's just like difference. Like I try to keep. How I communicate via text, how I would communicate in person. I hope you enjoyed this week's episode. If you have any questions or would like to leave a comment, please feel free to shoot me an email at the benefits of being single at gmail.com or you can also leave a comment on the website at the benefits of being single pod.com. Thanks for tuning in and talk to you again soon.